0: Wednesday, my nerds, David Rossi.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to Disorganized, your Coming to Minds podcasts with your host, the podcaster formerly known as Z. And Laura. And Aris. That's me.
0: I uh, I was at this show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I better stay silent. I'm you, not here. You <laughs>
1: You've never been in the room when we podcast
2: and podcast that you weren't on. I know! <laughs> you like, well, I'm going to bounce.
0: We literally just read the quotes. So, yeah. a great start. Guest starring for us.
1: So last episode we talked about favorite episodes. Yeah. Let's talk about our least favorite episodes.
0: I think I mentioned in the last episode that, like, there's a lot in this season that I found kind of forgettable, um, Mm -hmm. and some things that were so-so, and I included some so-so stuff in my favorites, but just overall, like, there's some that I literally just, like, don't, (laughs) even looking over my notes, I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) I don't think that episode six in the blood, I have this guy to who like thinks mm-hmm. he's hunting witches uh-huh. and I don't know, like the whole thing was just kind of a muddled mess to me. It was <laughs> such a tired idea <laughs> too. Can we put a pin in that one? Because
2: I have another Mave like rant.
0: <laughs> for that one. We'll, yeah. We will go over in right. the blood. Okay. Excellent. Okay. We'll come back to so, it. All right. Yes. So I'll let you, I'll yeah. let you take the, the thread on that one. I was one. like,
2: I was like, oh, that's the episode that I'm like, I have
0: things. To say, you know. yes yes that one was just kind of bleh for me the road home episode 13 was also very bleh for me it being the only thing really interesting in that episode was the end where jj's being really shit or not shitty <laughs> she's being shady uh and then she gets kidnapped mm-hmm. and like so it seems like i that episode only existed to get jj t- into what happens in the 200 i don't remember <laughs> what happened i know i
3: know
2: the rossi thing I remember yeah. the Rossi talking to his old sergeant, but, like, I don't remember what the actual case was. My note that I wrote says a man
1: goes on a vigilante murder spree after the man he planned to murder who killed his son and wife in a staged robbery that his son was an accomplice to is killed in prison.
0: Yeah, but I don't remember any of that happening. Yeah. I,
1: did, I did have to go back and, like, fast forward and Why stop a couple that? of times. Yeah. It's, okay, so sadly, this is the episode of the Joe Mantegna um, David uh, Rossi That's why he
2: was So pulled out For most of it uh, <laughs> I, I do like
1: I the it. The bit with uh, Rossi's marine sergeant And like Yes Rossi and stuff and, like, I did like those bits And then the, the, the sergeant JJ and Yeah you know, I yeah. did like those, bits, but the case those. itself was very set, like poor. Yeah, no, oh, it just my...
0: wasn't a, wasn't a thing for me. And then I didn't really get into Persuasion episode seventeen at all, where it's like the oh, subculture yeah. in mm. Vegas. Yeah, I don't know. It's just nothing about that episode was holding my attention. Yeah, so I just yeah. completely lost it. And then. 20, I think what the real 21 is, because I What happened to Knuckleburg? Yeah, that was another one that was just, eh, it was average. Like, yes, there's this woman who was very upset of her sister died. And, like, yeah. there's this really tragic thing. But then the whole pig mask thing and the, like, I don't know. The whole thing was a little weird, so.
1: That is, like, vaguely based off of, like, several different cases or whatever. Yeah. But, like, the thing that I disliked about that episode so much was that I was really surprised it was written by a woman because uh-huh. what woman gets out of her at her car at night to confront a man that's pulled up behind her in a giant Yes. Truck? Yeah. And then, and then, and also, like, and probably a little bit more irritating for some reason, what girlfriend says to her other girlfriend, ugh, TMI. <laughs> right.
2: that's the exact opposite. Yes. The whole, like, girl, TMI, tell me more.
0: Right. <laughs> like, yeah, but when they, get out, when they get out of the car, I'm like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I, I liked... Like just just sit in your car. Ram them, like if you Mm -hmm. have to. I liked how like there
2: was all the dudes involved were bad people. I did I did in fact enjoy that bit. Yeah. (laughs) Cause I'm just like, yeah, it's a frat party. This is where the patriarchy really shows its <laughs> ugly head. <Yeah. laughs> Be like, yeah, what if we just like basically rape and kill this girl and we're just going to cover it up. And like, it's not even going to show up in the papers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're the football team. <laughs> right.
0: So those were mine.
1: Well, since you have a rant, do you want me to go through mine first real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Give me, um, give me some of this airtime. <laughs> right, right. 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 Okay. So I was not a big fan of final shot. Yeah. Um, Which is the husband hires a hitman
2: to take out his mm. wife. Um, the hitman who then falls in love with his target or something. I don't know what's happening. He... I know it's a, a mental yeah, process thing, but it's I was just like, okay, that's though. weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> like, is that
0: the thing they actually do? I feel like that's like, made up. It felt like... <laughs> Two or three different plot ideas that they just sort of mushed into mm-hmm. one episode. Mm-hmm.
2: We spent all of our money on the first two episodes. <laughs> we,
0: need a, we need something stat. Yeah. In the Blood, I wasn't a fan of either,
1: but you said you've got a rant for that. Okay, so we'll thank continue. You. I agree when you were saying, like, the return was interesting, but it could have been better. And because it wasn't, that mm-hmm. one kind of fell flat for me. Mm-hmm. It's not one that I didn't dislike, but it was one that I forget about that wasn't actually that bad. Bully? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: That one wasn't that bad, but yeah. I forget a about lot of it a lot. I have notes for it, but I couldn't really tell you too much about what's happening in it. A man who was bullied
1: as a teen goes on a murder spree to take out the bullies who caused his buddy's suicide. Yeah, and
0: it's like Blake's dad and mm-hmm. brother, and yeah. so it's like all this family stuff. For mm-hmm. her. yeah
2: yeah one of the lines in that episode still i'm like i i still think about on and off again since watching it which is whole like a handshake you thought that was going to solve the problem a hand like because the the, pr- the principal uh, or the mm-hmm. teacher was like here just handshake boys and forget about it be like he literally tried to kill me he yeah. wa- he waterboarded me and tried to drown me in the toilet mm. That's attempted homicide. And you think a handshake is going to handle, like, just fix yeah. all that? And that, like, Except teachers do that. Yeah, they teachers do. Teachers are like, sure do. oh, they're just boys being boys. Be like, he could have drowned.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, and like kids that,
1: do drown with taking, that. Taking that kid's clothes is a 100% sexual assault. Yes. Like, it's absolutely a sexual yeah. assault. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I also wasn't a big fan of persuasion like you said, Laura. That might have been it. Yeah, what happens in Mecklenburg wasn't great. All right, Eris. Take it away.
2: (laughs) All right. So I think I've already kind of added my two bits on all the episodes that I also didn't like. There were several that I like literally didn't remember, but I think I've already mentioned it. Mm -hmm. In the blood. Episode six. Here we go. Okay. A, this case was kind of meh, but the thing that completely fell apart, I paused it mid episode to be like, that's not how libraries work. (laughs) That's what you...
0: (laughs) I thought this was, like, a whole, like, you know, female empowerment. Right. Like, it also no. it's about witches. Libraries.
2: The active fucking practicing witch of more than 20 years. No, it's the library thing that really got me. I'm like, no, no, when we get it. Salem witch trials, they were kind of fake, but they, they did happen. No no witches, weirdly enough, no witches got harmed in the Salem witch trials. It was all Christians versus Christians. <laughs> right. but, but, like, at the same time, like, okay, so he has that book, right? That fucking book is a reference item. That can't leave the library. It is rare, one of a kind, in poor condition. You don't want to leave that there. But if anything, they probably have like a spiral bound copy that they check out. But that kind of book is the age of it and the condition of it. And also literally just the fucking size of it. The thing was huge. The size of a coffee table. You don't lend that. You don't let people check out that book. This you don't let This is <laughs> where I thought this was going. Yeah. And right. It, and the please. fact that it's like, this is a lending library, sir. I checked it out to so them. Be like, ma'am, you're wrong. <laughs> he was actually correct. I can't leave the library. <laughs> I'm just watching Laura like laugh at me like I was not <laughs> expecting this rant to go the way I, it's going. I was not.
0: But, but it's
2: like, <laughs> the thing is like, have you ever been able to check out a book that size, that condition, and that old and actually take it home with you? Because this is supposedly a book from like the 1500s. <laughs> I'll be honest, I've never tried
1: because I I would be afraid. But <laughs> it makes me want to try. It, yeah. This feels like a challenge, Eris. Right. And
2: if we know okay, anything... We know. You tell me in the library that will <laughs> let you check out Maleficarium <laughs> written in like the 15 fucking hundreds. There's only like five or six actual extant copies of it because this was back when they had described things by him. So, as you've been talking, I have developed a heist. And I'm going to need your help. We need a librarian and a fake librarian. I'm the fake librarian. I don't have an (laughs) MLIS.
3: I went to a librarian fantasy camp. You actually work at a library.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, that's true. But I deal with
3: teenagers.
1: I'm see, okay, and here's the thing. They're going to help us with the heist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Let me let me call some people.
3: <laughs> if there was any book in the local library that was that rare and worth that much, I would have already tried
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> and you would have dragged
2: me along, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I was I was always like, I was looking directly at the podcaster formerly known as Z, but I was thinking like, I should just turn them back and be like, have you been able to check out a book that old? <laughs> Cause I know that I have tried and they've been like, fuck no, we actually need to take this out. Like we're getting this out of the catalog. This is going to be literally Ask at the desk only. And not because of like we can't keep people from looking at this book. No, we like we want people to come in. We haven't oh.
3: People will draw wieners in it. That's a guarantee. (laughs) Here's the thing. Sixth
2: grade me feels a little called out. (laughs) Also, here's (laughs) another thing, too, is that like that mom was with her daughter at the time of checkout. That librarian should have been like, Do you have access to crayons or markers in your house? Yeah, that book's not coming home with you. (laughs) There are so.
3: Do you have boogers at all? Sometimes. Oh, then no. And then <laughs> yeah, they, you can't have it. Also, this book.
2: they take that book to a cafe to then look at and I was just like I'm thinking about all the literal pieces of food I have found in books at my job at a public library I found a ham sandwich in a book once that was returned in our book drop like it wasn't even like shamefully handed to us over the desk it was just sort of like someone was like opened up the book drop and I was like I'm just gonna put my shame right in here and I'm gonna run away <laughs> but you know what we know who you are because you checked it out on your card we know who did it <laughs> and we charged you for that book a ham sandwich with mustard it it all over the
3: pages! Not the mustard!
2: Not the mustard! <laughs> that is not a lot. I'm not making that up. I found, a, I found pieces I of bacon. I found a ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I found a ham sandwich with mustard. I have found... Did I say bacon? I found bacon. I found candy. I found Snickers bars. I found a candy cane.
3: The, yeah, the you... summer, I was a shelver at Central, which was... In this millennium, Mm -hmm. barely. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, counts. Counts. I was shelving books, and there was a a compendium of uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy (gasps) books. No. Putting on a shelf. It felt funny. Right. Like, just, you picked it up. And you're like, that shouldn't, like, feel. It shouldn't squeeze that Uh (laughs) one. Opened it up. It was a copy of Mein Kampf. (laughs) Somebody had taken the cover off of the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide, put it on a copy of Mein Kampf, and returned it to the library.
1: Boom. What the fuck? And it
3: would have worked... Yeah. If it didn't feel wrong. Yeah. As I was showing I wasn't really paying that much attention to it. I was like, Yeah. Whereas
0: me would have checked that out and be like, Wow, Douglas Adams has changed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I love Douglas Adams, so I'd be even like
2: SLANDER SLANDER and blasphemy. I think I just
3: became imprint its libel. I don't that in oh, that's movies. true. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs>
1: I think I would just... I would wonder where the hitchhiker is. Somebody got
3: to... Somebody stole it and had... It, like They wanted a copy I know, of I know, I know, but part. while I was yeah. reading
1: it, I'd be reading my comp, I'd be like, where's the
3: fucking
2: hitchhiker?
1: Oh, <laughs>
3: <reading it. laughs> <laughs> like, you this gets fun. better. Come right, like, on, I- like
2: the squeezing thing like that frequently happens when there are things that are not supposed to be inside a book or inside a book because you squeeze it and you go oh that's too squishy yeah oh that's too squishy for this kind of book,
3: some books are squishy this book was not built to be squishy
2: yeah it's just like you hold it and you're like oh there's something wet and gooey inside there <laughs> oh, oh wasn't that I feel real icky like,
3: this
0: is the wrong kind
2: of
3: book not wet, <laughs> not gooey <anti-Smitic> yes. <laughs> yeah. <have> anti-semitic Yeah. <laughs> you have
1: anti-semitic powers in <laughs> your yeah. fingers yeah, <laughs> yeah. like yeah my no, fingers no, this can, feel can feel, feel the anti semitic I go <clears> and touch people's faces like mm, you're an anti yeah. <laughs> semite aren't you it
0: was not you're okay or like you're too squishy
3: you're not the right kind of squishy I was Right. Like,
1: this isn't body shaving or anything, but <laughs> yeah. it's
2: a little right. squishy. Yes. I'm like, I'm not even sure I want to derail this conversation for the utterly gross thing that I was thinking of that actually happened.
0: <laughs> which I
2: is, would. I mean, did that happen? I mean, like, well, kind, kind of a of. squishy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. One of one of my, oh, no, we found that. I found that before. I've also found joints and kids books, which is really funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a waste of a good joint. My, one of my co-workers. Maybe it
0: wasn't a good was joint. Was just like, That's oh, no, this book is
2: squishy. <laughs> Open it up. And there was one of those gigantic squished cockroaches inside the <gasps> and it was still squishy Ah, no yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- th- things happen to library books <laughs> that are, that should not happen horrific thi-
0: where's the justice for library books <laughs> Not for the women he killed, they, but for that <laughs> library book.
3: They were written out yeah. of the budget Such when they started putting too. flight simulators <laughs> in the library. Yeah. Right. they were
2: like, oh, well, people keep putting food in, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we a cafe. What I would also
3: do is I'd go to the library and I'd read a couple of pages of Atlas Shrugged because I never wanted to buy it and I didn't for... want my name on the record for it. But I put <laughs> a Fantastic. piece of paper in there as a bookmark for wherever I did it, and then somebody's gonna check it at some point. I, I wrote on the bookmark, think about. The irony of what you're doing right
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> I see you good sir. And as a person who does in fact work at a library where we have I don't think we have that one. I think we have Iron Ryan whatever what the name. fuck her name.
3: Fountainhead. So, like,
2: yeah, it probably or it's Anthem, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, it
2: could be Anthem. Um I would have let that slide. I would have just let that bookmark stay in there. I would just yeah. pushed it down so no one else could find oh, yeah. it. That way it was just, like, only <laughs> when, you know, that way it's, like, because, like, it's just a piece of paper. Like, that slides right in. You can't even notice that when you shelve it. I
0: want to know who found that and if they really did think about the irony of what they, they were doing. They couldn't possibly No, have. probably yeah. not. No that one who's has... voluntarily checking that book out is thinking about that. No. no. The irony of it for me is that the
2: vast majority of people who agree with her like morality inside those books Uh frequently have very low reading comprehension. So like why are the books so long? (laughs) And
3: A B Not fans of public libraries. Yeah. Yeah Yeah, Yeah. then
2: I'm going there anyway.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Like if you like Ayn Rand, you need to buy Ayn Rand's books.
2: (laughs) And then not read them. (laughs) Right. Because you can't read. (laughs) All right, commercial.
0: time for splating with the podcaster formerly known as Z. Yay! Uh, Conservators
1: have found Vincent Van Gogh's fingerprints preserved in the paint on the upper edge of his 1888 painting The Sunflowers.
0: Ooh, now we can frame him for crime.
2: (laughs) That's where you go with that? It's criminal mind. (laughs) You know what? I take that back. (laughs) You're correct. What
1: what I love about that joke is 100% that painting is framed. (laughs) <laughs> Those fingerprints were definitely a frame job. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that was Reed's Waiting with the podcaster formerly known as E If you enjoy this show, you might also enjoy our other shows on partyapocalypse.com, as the myth turns, the fourth wall, and frontables in their entirety. You can also stream new episodes of Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show, Donna Kenzie and producer Mac Boyle. Hey, Mac Boyle.
2: <laughs> oh.
1: And the holodeck is broken. Also with producer Mac Bull. Hey, Mac Boyle. Back to the episode. Let's see. We did least favorites. Favorites? Do we have any just general notes that we want to talk about on this this season?
2: There were so many. We, we've kind of already talked about this. But the, the, there were so many that I can't remember the cases. I remember the emotional beats. But like... I. I don't know. I don't remember the cases on several of these, mm-hmm. which is a
1: little... What makes me sad is this is was a kind of relatively unremarkable season, mm-hmm. and it was the end of Alex
0: Blake's run. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. And that is, I think, a disservice to her. I, did, she a I good really
0: liked her character. I did find yeah. the end very touching, though, because I yeah. love the relationship she had mm-hmm. with Reed, oh. and I love that he's the only one who she really seem to tell at yes. the end.
1: <laughs> I think I think Alex was good for Reed because she didn't infantilize him, and Reed was yeah. good for Alex because I think she gave him a little bit of closure, or he gave her a little bit of closure about
2: her son. Like, not completely, yeah. but yeah. enough to, like, start to heal. Also, they were both, like, they were kind of like the book nerds mm-hmm. of the group. Like, you got the and jock, they- and you got the, but, like, you had the two... Book
1: nerds mm-hmm. that and they knew each other before she came on. Yes, yeah. yeah. So they have it. They have a history other than just at the BAU.
2: And, and much like, um, I mean, she really did fill Emily's role very well mm-hmm. without actually being just a carbon copy of Emily. Which mm-hmm. is, several shows have attempted to do that. Like, oh, we're we're writing off this person, so let's just give like it's another spy, but now she's brunette, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, but then they decide like we need somebody to be able to like validate. Reads nerdiness, mm-hmm. but not be Emily. And so she, she, she was her own character,
0: yeah. And it's Let's just talk of, about Blake. It's <laughs> kind of like a mothering type role, but not quite. Like, right, yeah. She, she wasn't like overly mothering of him, mm-hmm. yeah. but she was definitely that like, you know, really good female figure in his life that's mm-hmm. not at all trying to, you know, fall in love with them or anything. It's right. just very like...
1: I don't know if I got I think it might have been a little mothering for her. I don't know if it was mothering for Reed. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it wasn't, it wasn't overly so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I, I really, and I, I really appreciate how
2: they exited her from, because like, especially like, not necessarily, like, Criminal Minds in general have done a really good job with people leaving, because they really haven't killed anyone. Everyone's just sort of left, Mm -hmm. and and went on to greener pastures kind of thing. okay. I mean, I assume your the look on your face tells me. I'm, that just, I'm trying die. to keep my face so neutral. Yeah. I'm so I, sorry. I, I, it just I'm, does what it does. I'm thinking <laughs> about L, and I'm thinking about Emily, and um even the other like the the very shortly lived like trainee oh,
0: chick yeah, yeah, was yeah. like they
2: just like just people who like came in tried it out and they go like wow this is a tough job I want to get someplace else and even the the one who subbed in when JJ was pregnant she's yeah. just like I'm going to go back to terrorism that's so much easier for me to work with <laughs> um, like nobody other shows would have absolutely killed these characters off mm-hmm. especially because they're women mm-hmm. and like I can't even give you examples because like it's NCIS and, and CIS and all the CIS's and then you know mm-hmm. so many other shows would have been like you're dead to me literally you're dead to me yeah and these, and these people get to just decide on their own, like, I did good work. It's time to me to pull out. Like, and I really appreciate the fact that Blake had this episode where they started it off in, in Angels, rather, because it was a two part. Of She's like, my we literally had, you know, dinner on the stove and we were about to watch. Like, I had a date night with my husband when I got the call. And so she's, all, you know, frustrated with that. And, uh, and they're like, oh crap, was like, were you over there? Or was he visiting you? was like, now he came in for me. And now he's home alone because mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to leave. Because like they have a long distance marriage. Mm-hmm. And um, so you have her like setting up in that emotional state. And then having this kind of difficult case. And then the Reed thing happens where like, he literally saved my life. That bullet was meant for me. Mm-hmm. And then it's making her forget. Yeah, I just... I loved everything about it because I I was just like, she's going to leave. She's going to leave. And I was like, if they kill her off, I am going to throw this iPad out the window. <laughs> I watch it on an iPad. Like, I'm going to reside. And she's a little text to Hotch. And Hotch is like <laughs> looking at her. And he just like gives her the little bro nod. And she's just like, okay, I'm going to look down on my phone again. And mm-hmm. <sighs> I really liked her. <laughs> yeah. I
0: just wish we... I mean, cause she was only in it for what, two seasons, <gasps> right? Mm-hmm. But like, we didn't really get to know her background too much until this season, mm-hmm. um, so I wish we would have gotten to know more about her a little earlier on. Yeah, I do um, like that they wrote that into the season, though. Yeah, like they knew that yeah. they were going
1: to get rid of her from the get go, and they well, still cause chose the, the, to well, because the with her
0: father and brother is right. an earlier episode, so mm-hmm. at least it's not just like all crammed into the mm-hmm. final episode. Oh, yeah. hey, by the way, here's this person that's leaving. That well, right. I guess we can let you get to know them. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also appreciate how it like. Out of all the characters, they all really shine well. But, like... She's very reserved. And so I'm not going back thinking why didn't they say this earlier in the previous season? I'm like, no, cuz she's reserved. Nobody knew that she had the whole like, how come you didn't tell me that your brother's a detective? She's like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense cuz she doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. She doesn't like going home to Kansas. I mean, I wouldn't either. Yeah, <laughs> except that I fucking live here. Can we talk about Hotch
1: and Rossi for a second?
0: Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. I love their dynamic. Like, they're both the old-timers, right. and, like, Hotch respects Rossi because, like, he came before him, but Rossi respects Hotch because he's one of, like, the best profilers to come through the BAU, and, yeah. like, I just, I love their little, like, they have, like, banter every once in a while where, like, Rossi will be like, hey, here's this thing, and Hotch is like, nope, and he's like, oh, I gotcha, and yeah, it's no, like, no. like, like, that's not what he said at all, but, like, that is what he said.
2: Like, you're definitely a good profiler, Rossi. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a little bit of like the odd couple thing happening and like look at all of our weird children (laughs) like Hotch is the absolute straight man and Rossi's like kind of the quirky one and they're like oh give me some whiskey and Hotch is like no you're right this is a hard case my friend
1: I get a little bit of family or uh, full house vibes from it like I think Rossi is um who's Dave Coulier's character Joey! Joey! I think he's Joey a little bit. (laughs) In that he's like the weird uncle that like, you just can't help but love. Right? Not creepy uncle, just the weird uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: The unrelated uncle. The Gutenberg in the three men in a baby situation. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Uh, I, I just really like Rossi. I'm like, like I liked him from the get go. And just like every, every season I was like, oh man, if it wasn't for Emily, just right there, he might be my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> Still hold out hopes for my girl. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're in London right now, but maybe you'll come back. <laughs> and she's
1: kicking ass over there. You know she is. Oh yeah. First of all, okay, Gemma Lee. Okay, let me get to that episode because I have notes <laughs> on it. I can't believe I haven't brought that up until now. First of all, first of all. Anderson's in that episode. Love Anderson. You yes. know, You know, Anderson's my boy. Prentice? Can we talk about how JJ did not hallucinate Will while she was being tortured? Yes. She hallucinated her bad ass best bitch, Emily <laughs> motherfucking Prentice.
2: Here's the thing. And I have grown to like Will. Mm-hmm. But I think that Emily... Not Emily. Emily. Yeah. <laughs> I think that JJ is just like, I love my husband. And yeah, he used to be a cop. He would not be the one to come and save me. Yeah. say Will is definitely IKMD. Emily candy. is the badass action hero. Uh-huh. And Will is like... Her, her password? Her password for those codes was Emily's nickname.
3: What? I'm <laughs> just no,
1: for
2: said. sure, and I'm like, it's just like, Will just stays home and takes care of my son. Yeah, yeah, he's her nanny. <laughs> and Emily is her soulmate. <laughs> Emily, Will is her nanny. And Emily is the one that I hinge all my hopes and dreams on, yes. and Will is just the guy I keep at home. He's yes. my Ken.
1: A hundred percent.
2: I think that's a disservice to Will, but at the same time, I don't want them to change a thing about it. Because I actually really like that dynamic. Yes. So she's like, no, no, I love you, baby. I need to go with my girlfriend now. Right, right. Because <laughs> we need to go save the world and defuse bombs and shit. You know, this stuff we usually do. Together. Yeah. You go home and take care
1: of Like, life. you and I go out to Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But me and Emily? We're yeah. Applebee's uh, say, yes. well, We have to go save the world. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so in episode seven, Gatekeeper,
2: um, we get to see Dr.
1: Spencer Reed, midwife and genius.
2: (gasps) That's that one. Mm
1: -hmm. Also, this isn't the last time a baby is named after Spencer on the
2: show. Also, I loved his setup for it of like the why I know how Uh to do like Uh um, labor and delivery stuff. It's just like, because I. Was afraid that Emily or not Emily. I said that Emily! I can't I'm afraid that JJ would have gone into labor in the field, so I learned everything that I could about it. Yeah. And I was like, that is love. Like that's uh-huh. love right there. Um, I yep. loved it. Yep. Um, and I also they- literally did not remember that one except for the piano man at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the summary that's given on um whatever the fuck service we watch to watch these is just sort of like they they chase after an unsub while also trying to save David Rossi's bar. And I was like, how is chasing after an unsub at all going to give me clues yeah. <laughs> to my, what this episode is? My, um...
1: Synopsis was a man whose son was accidentally strangled during play wrestling on his watch goes on to rid the building he's a doorman for of their bad influences by choking them with a garage to prove to his wife he's a strong man.
0: Right. Oh, okay, see, that's a And then story. I wrote, aw, he's a murder scrapbooker.
1: <laughs> we all but- have to have our hobbies.
0: Both you know? equally better
2: summaries mm. than whatever <laughs> he Paramount. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, chase after an unsub while trying to save a bar. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs>
1: Do you remember that early season, real early on, when Emily Prentice came into the, sh- into the scene and her, JJ, and Penelope are out at a bar, and that guy's like, oh yeah, I'm an FBI agent. Yeah. yeah. And Garcia, Garcia says, what's it like at Quantico? <laughs> um, she says Quantico again in, in this episode. I was like, <laughs> yes,
2: call
0: that! Yes! <laughs> it's
2: because Garcia's the best. Yeah.
0: So, I, can I, may I share a f- fun little moment that happened absolutely. when I was watching the very first episode? And this is just a run of the luck for watching this on Paramount Plus. Um, so, uh, in this episode, the one of the twins, I forget which one, was. Um, Feeding people his victims mm-hmm. and Wallace. like force feeding them, and so like right after that, uh, Paramount Plus goes to commercial, and the commercial they chose for me turned out to be a very well timed Chick Fil A commercial. Stop. Um, and so I like I literally wrote that down. I was like, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> well timed Chick Fil A. You know, time. I know you're an evil corporation, so that's good. <laughs> oh so I God. that cracked me up. I was like, yes. I feel like if I serve food if, as part of my business model mm-hmm. that maybe i would request not to be placed on a show about cannibalism <laughs> or mm-hmm. you know something along those lines mm-hmm. just just so there's no accidental conclusions drawn but right. you know as far as i know chick-fil-a is people <laughs> it probably is
2: yeah as you know it doesn't have to be in the podcast and this could be in the podcast <laughs> i'm deciding right now i'm calling out chick-fil-a because i fucking hate them yeah um, them bitches I love how frequently for me, it's Chick-fil-A next to the Subaru commercials, where (laughs) the Subaru commercials will be like... Subaru is dedicated to environmentalism or whatever. So that's why we dedicate X number of funds, like millions of dollars of funds for this. Or we have like, we have cleaned up over 200 beaches or we do whatever. And then Chick-fil-A does their like, we're a good company. And they do their little, like we found the one instance where somebody was nice to somebody else in the drive through mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, they you usually are like literally right next to each other for me. Yeah. And I'm just like, you we have like at Subaru we care about people which is why we planted over 2,000 trees in March alone <laughs> like this one month we were able to do this and this will be able to do the carbon offset of blah 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 also we cleaned up all of these beaches and we pan we hand painstakingly saved a bunch of baby seals all by hand and the Chick-fil-A was like I was nice to somebody in the drive-thru and I wrote a nice nose on their styrofoam cup that will absolutely kill the environment later <laughs> buy yeah. my food yeah, I'm just like the
1: whiplash between the two. I okay, but can we can we talk about trolley trolley? <laughs> That's a whole other category. Those horror that I love. commercials. Yes. <laughs> and
2: I'm like, do I eat them? Do I buy them because I actually enjoy the horror commercial that come out? Like, should yeah. I should I be encouraging this behavior? Right, right. Because <laughs> I know that if I buy them now, they're going to be like, fuck yeah, go in a horror commercial. Yeah.
3: For
0: us, it's tons of, like, medication ads. Oh, okay, God, yeah. Mm. And hey, what That's cracks healthy. me up... What Just because Ashley... I've watched
3: all of Cheers in about two weeks. They
0: assume that you're old and need these drugs. Um, but, like, it cracks me up the... Um, you know, there's always a jingle and it's images of people being happy and living their lives without, you know, pooping themselves all the time. Yeah. Um, can't relate. Right. But then it's the voiceover legal stuff where they're telling you about all the potential they side cause effects. Anal bleeding. Right, right. But it's also all shit is so poorly written and could use an edit. Like, what's my favorite one about whatever drug that's like, this is not for people with diabetes or children. I was like, so wait, it's not for people with children? Like or Uh, yeah, like it's like I'm like grammar guys. I just need you to do another little run through it because you're telling me that like, or maybe list death first, not as like this could cause death, but you know you bury death after a long list of other things. Right, may cause death. Or yeah.
2: spontaneous anal combustion. Right. <laughs> <Right. laughs> if your or anus boring. is spontaneously
1: combusting, I need you to go to the whatever doctor checks out you for hemorrhoids.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, but like I feel like like is that better or worse than death?
3: <laughs> worse. <laughs>
2: I don't want my my asshole to combust
3: spontaneously. (laughs) I need warning.
1: Thank you, thank you. Somebody understands. Somebody's talking sense at this table.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then death. Then bloating. (laughs) Yes.
3: That just like oh wait, my ass is about to combust. I need to remove myself from the situation. (laughs) No, not just hey, everybody. Ask your doctor (laughs) about (laughs) prosthetics. I have to
2: go
3: now. What's that burning smell? (laughs) Don't worry about it. It's It's (laughs) me.
2: It's
0: just spontaneous.
2: I'm going to take my entire chair with me (laughs) to (laughs) the (laughs) bathroom. Anyways, Chick-fil-A is evil. (laughs) Don't fucking eat a Chick-fil-A.
0: They're awful.
1: (laughs) Well, with that, we're out of time. (laughs) Does anybody else have anything just crazy pressing that they want to talk about? for season nine.
0: Overall, it was so-so.
1: Yeah, it was not their best season for sure. But it, I didn't give any two stars, so, you know, it's not their worst season.
2: I want Emily back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we all do, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Get oh
2: my- in line, bitch. <laughs> I'm, like fucking I'm
3: all- <laughs> Watch Community Season 6 if it really is... Yeah. yeah. I think I might Community just season. be like, all right,
2: for this this episode of Disorganized, I watch Community Season <laughs> <laughs> 6. <laughs> <laughs>
1: be like so that one episode season episode six and you're gonna be like yeah, yeah that was crazy anyways come back next uh in two weeks for our next episode um season 10 of criminal minds <gasps> bye! bye i'm standing my ground and holding my balls bill clinton